All right, y'all. Welcome back to Sidebar Josen. This is Bree, and I have another guest with me today. Um, guest, what's what's your name? What are we going by? Hey, okay, my name is Janitra Trotta Bailey, also known as J Bailey Beauty. Okay, <laughs> she gave you the full government. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm over here trying to be disguised. <laughs> but yes, we have Janitra joining um, today, and to, we're just going to talk about transformation I'm letting the guests pick the topics y'all and they've been doing such a better job than I ever could so let's get into it um I think you guys are gonna really enjoy this episode so sit back relax um grab a glass of water have you had eight today you know you need to and um look we both everybody got got a huge bottle right next to me (laughs) all right let's get into it y'all we chosen Okay, y'all. So, uh, first and foremost, let's just check in on how everyone is doing. Everyone being myself and Janitra. So, since you are my guest, how are you doing today? How are we feeling? I am feeling content. Okay. That's a good way. You know, I'm feeling good. No, but I really am feeling content. I'm just loving life and excited for where I'm going. Okay. You know, we still got almost to the last quarter of the year. Yeah. So. Does it feel like 2019 just like blue is blue? It it feels like 2020 is here already. Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) you're going to blink your eyes and it's literally going to be January. I don't know what happened in 2019. I know. It came and went. It came and went. It was hot. That's for sure. It was. It's hotter. (laughs) Everything is still very, very hot. It got hot early. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to. I was explaining to someone who's from uh, Seattle, Washington, how New Orleans doesn't really have a a winter or a fall per se. It's like summer, spring ish, Mm -hmm. something that feels. I guess I don't know if you can call it allergy season. Yeah, allergy season. (laughs) Summer allergy season. A burst of cold wind and Mm -hmm. then summer. Yeah, like, so it's hot, some sticky, hot summer. Yes, so <laughs> nah, it's uh, but yeah, no, back to like how you're feeling content. Yeah. I, I am vibing with that mm-hmm. 100%. It's like I'm not bad, I'm, I'm not like like elevated, like super good, mm-hmm. but I'm just chilling. I'm like, life is good, yeah, life is life is good, God yeah. is good, life yes. is good, yes. So, um, yeah, uh, today we are going to be talking about transformation. So, yes. Janitra picked this topic, and I'm really excited to see where we go with this. So, um, what do we want to talk about regarding transformation? Well, I'm really, I believe, like, having a purpose, having a calling. And I, I think your calling and what you are designed, you know, to stand by and stand for, you mm. don't pick it. Mm. Uh, when I think about my life, transformation, so I'm a, you know, I'm a wife. And when I think about what I do, mm-hmm. I help build people. Mm-hmm. And I help them embrace the highs and the lows of trans- um, transformation. So when I think about even what I majored in in college, I was a physics major. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked in engineering. And yeah. I, I'm an educator at heart, so I became a teacher, which I love, mm-hmm. um, at a charter school system. So that was, you know, really building people yeah. and transforming lives. Um, and I've always been a makeup artist. But mm-hmm. for me, being a makeup artist is really about seeing a person's beauty mm-hmm. and bringing it out of them, you know. Yeah. Um, and even working as a behavior intervention therapist, I was still able to go into homes and help with families. So all in all, my life has, like, mission is about transforming. Yes. Everything I do has to do with, like, building people up. 
Okay. So you yeah. wear so many hats. I do. There's so I do. many hats, y'all. I do, and it's all surrounded by the key word is transformation for me. That's something I'm really passionate about. Okay. Yeah. So at what point in your life would you say you started to kind of notice that you were in a transformative kind of phase? It does like what does that look like for you as far as beginning of transformation, mid transformation? What's the end point? Do you have end points? Oh, wow. Okay. So the beginning for me started with my, I would say my journey in Christ when I became set apart from my family. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize in my household, you know, and I'm, I can speak about this honestly because I've healed from it, but I, I went through lots of codependency, enmeshment, um, mental and emotional and verbal abuse, mm-hmm. you know? So once I, it was a time period where I was homeless, mm-hmm. like in grad school. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather just be with God than be in an environment that's not good for me. And that's when I had to pick the low of transformation. You know, most people are like, oh, you know, you have, you know, a house to go to. Why don't you just live there? And I'm like, no, I would rather be low mm. <laughs> and evolve and yeah. transform than to be held captive mm. and be comfortable. And that's why I'm so passionate about embracing the highs and lows of your transformation. Because we can right. learn about healing, but to actually heal... Is one thing, especially on oh, social yes. media when you have all these cute, like, mental health doodles and yeah. this is how you heal. This, But it's like, okay, you're taking all that information in. Mm-hmm. You got to get dirty. You got to feel broken. You got to feel it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to heal you and to transform, you have to, like, feel it. Right. And that's not a cute part. Not at all. Not like in all of my transformations, I have always been at a point where I just felt like my most broken down self. But I love something that you just Mm -hmm. mentioned about like I'd rather be here Mm -hmm. than be in this comfort zone. Like knowing that transformation couldn't take place in a specific area. Like tell me just about just making that decision. I know you kind of started on it, but just kind of elaborate on that of knowing like, okay, this place is going to be really uncomfortable, but I know being Mm -hmm. here is going to help me get to the next step or the next phase of where I'm trying to go. That like, that was great. Great. (laughs) Wait for you to put it. It's it's really, I had to not focus on right now Mm -hmm. and where do I trust what God wants me to be? So Mm -hmm. I was looking at, myself how he sees me not how when i look in the mirror how i see me oh. and those are two different people yeah you know those yeah. are those are two different people even bring it back to use i use that you know metaphor analogy with makeup when i'm doing somebody's makeup right mm-hmm. um I, I used to work at the counter and it's like let me look in the mirror i'm like oh yeah so because of my <laughs> technique is not as yeah. you know common so i do a lot of like if you're an artist out there you know what underpainting you know you have the low lights Mm-hmm. you know underneath this so it's really really bright so i might use a shade that's like almost five shades lighter than mm-hmm. you. so i put it on and then you know you got powder here and you, i don't do the eyes first mm-hmm. and so when you look at that in the mirror you're like this is not right but as an artist i keep my mind on what the end picture is going to look like trust the process trust the process yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. and even and, and i have some clients like oh this is not gonna look right and i'm like you came to me mm-hmm. for because you wanted to look a certain way so i just roll it back to my personal life like mm-hmm. i went to god like god help me get me out of the situation so mm-hmm. if this is what you want me to do i have to remember mm-hmm. i came to you <laughs> to look yes. like how you imagined me to look 
So that's yeah. Yeah, like my mind is being. I'm just because I love. I'm a makeup enthusiast. I yeah. am no one's makeup artist, but just thinking about that. You are, like, yeah, you are. That's 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 wow. Yeah, it's not about how it looks now, but yeah, it's a lot of ugly, uncomfortable, sticky, messy steps mm-hmm. that has to be you know carved out and molded together mm-hmm. and blended to look beautiful, like you imagine it to look. So a lot of times we can get stuck on step. 10 mm-hmm. when we're not willing to go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, and then as you, and I also think about I've been doing makeup professionally for it's 2019, I'll say, real, like for real, for real, about six years. Mm-hmm. But it's something I could have been doing for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. But when I would practice in a makeup on my, practice makeup on myself, remember, I'm like, oh, this, is, this doesn't look like mm-hmm. because I wasn't done. And I yeah. think that mindset transferred into my personal life just mm-hmm. from what I was taught. Okay. You know, like, oh, it doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like, so it's no good. And that's not how we go through life. So even as a um, as a coach, a transformational coach, I help um, women and families mm-hmm. embrace the highs and the lows of transformation. Okay. So they can get to, you know, their, their destiny, their goal. We're going to, I'm going to make sure I carve out that time for you to shout out all of your business ventures. Okay. (laughs) Just want to make sure that people can find you when they need you, ma'am. But I'm just thinking, like, as you're talking, Mm -hmm. I'm like, when I sent out that text to ask for a guest, I think, like, God was on my shoulder as like, you're going to get ministered to on today (laughs) because, um, my good sis, (laughs) you needed this word. But no, that, that is incredible because that, that is like something from like, I guess, talking about it from the mental health perspective Mm -hmm. is that when people seek out therapy for the first time, especially if you're not familiar with it, a lot of people think that you go to a therapist and they're going to give you the answers to the problem and it's going to be like this aha moment Mm -hmm. almost immediately. And what I like to tell um, my patients that I've had, and I'll, you know, this is just a process I do with patients I've had, patients I will have, Mm -hmm. I will always start off with this process is going to I apologize, y'all. Um, I did not put my phone on Do Not Disturb. That is my bad. So that little, uh, that cut off right there. Take two. Take two. Um, I, I got to call. So I'm going to have to call you back, sis. But um, yeah, so basically what I was just saying is that therapy is very much so a process. And with any process, there can be highs and lows. There'll be times where you come in and you leave feeling great. But then there'll be times where you are leaving therapy and you're just like, nothing feels different. right? Like, What did we work on today? Feels worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like I left feeling worse. Yeah. And I mean, as someone who's also gone to therapy, I've mm-hmm. definitely had those days myself. Like as a helper, I also need help sometimes. And so in my experience with my therapist, there's been days where I just left feeling enlightened. And then there's days where I've left feeling like, I just want to go back home and crawl up in my bed. I almost feel like I didn't have to be here today. But it's not because she's not doing her job. It's just that when you are going through the muck of emotions and mm-hmm. like that's like you mentioned, like real ugly kind of feeling sometimes mm-hmm. and whatnot, it does not feel good. But you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to acknowledge those things in order to kind of get not I wouldn't say over them. Some sometimes it's over, but a lot of times it's through. Yes, it's it's definitely a through process. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, good. I like the way good. you say that. Through. It's through. Yeah, because what I noticed when I even like decided to come into my own and really break off, like just 
the codependency mm-hmm. and change my own generation, live my own life, like mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally. I always say that it felt, imagine being a third grader mm-hmm. with like a backpack with like calculus and physics mm-hmm. and English four books and then you're in the high school and then the bell sounds off and all these, you know, five foot seven kids are running out and they're just knocking you on the shoulder. Yeah. That's exactly what I felt and it, it broke me down. I went into a really deep depression because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm emotionally and mentally not there. It's, it's kind of like, what would you call it? An arrested development. Uh-huh. Had a traumatic experience happen yeah. at a certain age and it's like, my mind just stayed there. But I'm grateful for that awakening because before then, I didn't, I thought my life was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was okay until I realized, wait, there is somewhere that God is trying to get me to go and I feel like I have shackles like mm-hmm. on my feet and I can't get there. But even yeah. with going to therapy, it, I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not doing, you know. Right. And, and I wanted to go, but it, I felt worse. Mm. And I realized it was because for the first time I was able to be honest with myself and see the mess that I was and the mess that I was made and the mess that was made for me and some mm. mess that I made myself, you yeah, know. Yeah. Either way it go, you know, no matter who makes the mess in your life, if you, you have to take control of your life, the real control is taking responsibility and clean it up. It's kind of like it doesn't matter. It's like a household. Mm-hmm. And that's what life is like is if we're all here to serve each other and we're in your house, it doesn't matter who makes the mess. Just let's all clean it up to right. make it better for the other person, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's just how it is with that therapy journey. <laughs> yeah, keeping your house clean for yourself and mm-hmm. clean for the other occupants yes. and whatnot. Because I'm just thinking, like, as you said, that one of the things that comes up is, like, how what you're going through mm-hmm. sometimes is not only affecting you or most times. It's just, like, thinking about how that radiates beyond you. It's like the ripple effect of you're going through, say, if you're feeling depressed um, or anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you know, you're actively going through it. But what about the other people that interact with you throughout the the day and how that starts to you know affect them and it's not that you're getting better for you you're getting better for yourself mm-hmm. but also so that your interactions with people and whatnot like mm-hmm. it's just it's better it's it's you know it's just it's, it's better like yes. point blank because I think of like when I was because um, I've been through depression as well mm-hmm. and it's like when I'm depressed the people that I have to talk to, like it just changes the morale in the room and they're trying to be supportive and whatnot, but then they just don't know how to support me anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that affects, you know, maybe other things and how mm-hmm. they, it's just, it just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And so when you go through it, and you get to work on yourself and healing yourself and you're cleaning up your house Mm -hmm. and whatnot not only so you can eat at the kitchen counter but other people who are Mm -hmm. also at your kitchen counter can eat and feel comfortable and and maybe just not feel comfortable with but just feel like yeah i'm I'm okay here i'm Mm -hmm. okay here so yeah no that's good cleaning up houses can't pour from an empty cup you cannot is i always remind myself that i want to operate from an overflow even if i'm like a centimeter from being full it's not enough Mm. you know i need to constantly operate from overflow because i don't want people to get like the remnants of me and then i'm left with nothing Mm -hmm. or when if i'm left with nothing they're really left with nothing because i'm just pouring yeah you know you paying residue yeah exactly (laughs) exactly just the residue but operating from overflow Mm -hmm. and i think therapy definitely helps with you know that and I would like as a as a coach as a transformational coach it's like mm-hmm. I hear people say therapy is not for everyone it may not be for everyone but it doesn't mean that everyone shouldn't go mm-hmm. I mean, if you catch that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for the person who wants it yes so you yes. may not want it but it does not mean that you don't need it 
Yes. And a lot of times in your life, like journey, you therapy may not be for you, mm-hmm. and maybe something else like coaching maybe for you, maybe check ins. Maybe I used to go to therapy like once a week. Now mm-hmm. I go like once a month, once every two months. That's check ins, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's all about how you look at it. Oh yeah. <laughs> if there's anything that I would tell anybody who is like kind of playing around with the idea mm-hmm. of going to therapy, I would tell them that it has to be something that you want. Yes. You have to want to be there. You have mm-hmm. to want to invest that time and that energy that's going to take to get you to, you know, where you're trying mm-hmm. to go, like why you're interested in therapy in the first place. I think there's a lot of misconceptions around what it is. People mm. think that you come in and lay on a couch. Some people, yes, there are couches that you can mm-hmm. lay on, but it is depends on what type of therapist. Depends on what type of therapist. What you into? Yeah, I don't do psychodynamics. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my lane. Yeah. But um, or you know, it's just. It's very much so this kind of like misconception that you come in, someone gives you advice, and then you go off on your merry way. And so there's like you were saying, if you know, it's just there's different things for different people. Mm-hmm. It's a it's, you shop around. Like mm-hmm. maybe you do just want someone who is like a life coach. Mm-hmm. You need that kind of guidance, mm-hmm. or you need to go and dig through all of this trauma and experiences mm-hmm. that you've had and so the lane maybe you need to go and seek out a therapist mm-hmm. and a certain type of therapist mm-hmm. or intervention or, or intervention a, yeah. a psychiatrist or right it's a, like a it's, family therapy it's group so therapy. many things there's so, so many options but the like yeah. the first thing is you have to want want it mm-hmm. and so yeah no because i don't know anybody who's ever been like forced into like like they they've gone on their own mm-hmm. you know will like i want to be here because i know that this is what i need right mm-hmm. now but um yeah that's i think that that is one of the biggest like most transformative things that i have done mm-hmm. thus far in life is know that even though i'm studying psychology i'm gonna be a psychologist one day real okay. real soon that's snap snap yes. but yes. you know um future dr bay but <laughs> <laughs> you know like it was admitting that i needed that mm-hmm. and how transformative it was to be able to say i am acknowledging that i'm not all right right now mm-hmm. and that with all these tools in my tool belt is still not enough. Yes. And um, going through that really ugly kind of like phase. And I'm still coming out of it. Like yeah. I still feel like there's, uh, if I was in a, a mud pit mm-hmm. and whatnot, I'm like, I think I have like maybe one toe in the pit. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was almost like drowning at one point. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Like I'm getting better, but I still have like little, like I need a wet wipe. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm still going here and there to therapy, mm-hmm. check back in, doing all kinds of different stuff to mm-hmm. continue to transform into what I'm trying to be. That's good. And I like, you know, like, she she knows my yeah. my 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 makeup look right. I'm yes. all about the skin, and your skin only looks. She glows, y'all. She gives <laughs> you natural, but like radiant, and I look, y'all. I, at, you want to say at, at J Bailey Beauty at J Bailey Beauty <laughs> Bailey spelled with an e. Yes. So just make sure. <laughs> just want to make sure the people know. <laughs> and you know when I'm doing makeup, it's like I love doing the skin, but the makeup ending result only looks as good as how it looks without the makeup Mm. so you think about you know all the girls cute you know they will go through the process of getting their hair done and go Mm. through the process you know you don't when you're getting your weave your weave done and getting Mm. your braids you don't walk in with hair just looking on point you gotta look a mess before the braids go in oh yeah or before you come to me to get your makeup done you know you you, you, i see your i see your blemishes everything (laughs) you know before you get your two-week check you know Uh your bank account not looking 
And it's the same way with transformation. Yeah. And like your emotional health and therapy. Before you get good, you, you got to go through the process and put the work in mm-hmm. to get where you want to be. And I think yeah. a lot of people know where they want to be. I believe people really... Like, you don't have to search for your purpose. I think mm-hmm. it's already in you. God has already placed a purpose for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more so about unveiling. And it's kind of like taking off the band-aids that society has put mm-hmm. on us, that religions have put on us, that yeah. family has put on us. And, you know, really going through your your transformation yeah. <laughs> journey helps unveil that to see who you really already are. There's, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, that is so true. And and something that you, you keep mentioning that I want to kind of hone in on real quick, because sometimes I have like a real vulgar mouth on, on here and whatnot and stuff. But we're being (laughs) real clean, real churchy, real spiritual today. I'm, I'm, I'm behaving myself. So, but you you mentioned like, you know, God's role in Mm -hmm. this transformation process and like this unveiling of Mm -hmm. what your purpose is or where you're trying to go. I think that that's probably been one of the hardest things that I've been trying to get to is figuring out exactly what his purpose is mm-hmm. for me. Like, I think I have a general idea and sometimes he gives me real cute light bulb moments and I'll mm-hmm. be like, all right, I see it. I can, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be going, like where I am now in school. Like this is, I feel mm-hmm. like this is where I'm supposed to be. No questions about it. So like, as far as getting to the point where you're just like, okay, God, you I feel it now like it's been completely unveiled and knowing that that's the purpose that he designed for you versus maybe you conflating your own ideas Mm -hmm. with what you think he wants and it's like still misdirected like how do you know that this is it like when you feel like yes I can see it all now I I always say, like, people always say, follow your passion, your passion, your passion. Mm-hmm. I think things are already, we're because we are already assigned to a purpose, mm-hmm. I think there are going to be certain moments where you feel complete and you feel, um, how do I say it? You feel used mm-hmm. in, a, in a positive way. You mm-hmm. feel like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I think you follow those moments. Um, like common, I like common themes in my life. When I okay. went through the engineering, I went through, you know, education, the common thing was building, mm. like building, encouraging and transforming people. So I also believe not putting limits on yourself. I don't mm. think God created us to just do one thing and he, he did, but the one thing is like our calling, but mm. you know, I, I heard TD Jake say this, you know, we ask God for this and that we ask him for a table, but he gives us trees, you know? Mm-hmm, <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. figuring out how to take your passions and what you care about and find the common themes in those things. Because yeah. we always say, oh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. I think the only master, you know, of anything is God. So if he doesn't have any limits, mm-hmm. I'm not going to limit myself in my purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like I everybody can't do everything, but God has assigned something to everybody. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. If that it makes does. Sense. And I think unveiling that you don't know unless you try. Yeah. And I think that's the faith. I don't think faith is trying something or doing something when you know it's going to work out. I think it's trying something not knowing that it's going to work out, but you know even when you're like 2 inches from the pavement that God yeah. is going to come swoop you up. I think like okay, I'm falling off the cliff any any time now, right. <laughs> you know. But I think that's really where the faith is, like in the deep end. I think the deeper that you have to go, the greater 
right. the, the more dynamic your your impact is going to be. Oh, for sure. I, I hope that answered your, your no, question. No, that does. <laughs> that does. I mean, honestly, I'm just thinking about mm-hmm. it. Like, it really depends on you just relying on mm-hmm. the unknown. Just yes. Faith mm-hmm. is very much so the I can't see it right now, but mm-hmm. I just know. Mm-hmm. There's something that's guiding me and telling me that I should just, you know, stay still, mm-hmm. be calm. It's handled. Just, you know, just do mm-hmm. what, the follow the steps, do what I got to do and know that somebody greater is taking care of mm-hmm. that for me. So, yeah, and just knowing too with his, his transformation, his mm-hmm. process for you is... is Not- Right, like your idea of what is probably going to look Mm -hmm. like night and day, and Mm -hmm. knowing that sometimes transformation doesn't. Because I think when you think about transformation, the first thing that comes to mind is like growth, and but like just always just upward movement, never. Uh, some like fluctuation and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it does fluctuate. It yeah. does fluctuate. Like there's going to be some real ugly failures. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I've had like, I had a really difficult year um, one year for in my program and that pushed me back a year and it was one of the most like defeating experiences in my life because I had never experienced anything quite like it. And I almost wanted to quit, but um, God's timing, right? Mm-hmm. Because now that where I am, I currently attend as of um, Monday an APA accredited program. Oh, okay, real fancy, snap, yes. snap, and and I have all of these options now where I get to apply to internship and just so many more doors have opened for me, and I've learned so much about myself mm-hmm. in that process of kind of getting knocked down, mm-hmm. but knowing that. If you get knocked down, you have to fight your way back up. And mm-hmm. so I have, like, clawed my way back up with God's help throughout the whole thing. Like, he's been, like, the guiding light throughout that. And so knowing that, you know, like, that whole process and him kind of, like, unveiling your purpose over time and whatnot, that it's not always going to look really pretty. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's going to really be, like, some of the worst days of your life. But knowing that you are still still in the yes. process it doesn't mean you get knocked out just because something went wrong like yes. you're still being transformed yeah and that that's so good and i think that we're both speaking from experience where we yeah. have been transformed yeah. and i really want to encourage like the listeners to realize that you also have to have the wisdom to know when to bow out gracefully mm. you also have to know have the wisdom to bow out gracefully you know you got pushed back a year and mm-hmm. you know when I I worked in engineering but I also was getting my masters in civil mm-hmm. engineering and for me that looked like quitting mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times we want the transformation okay but we don't know where we're even trying to go oh yeah <laughs> you know, it's, it's like just... it's like and then you kind of like oh I'm gonna stick in this I'm gonna yeah. stick to it when you probably should there's something on the other side for you if you right. bow out gracefully or I'm you know I'm gonna quit when mm-hmm. you probably just need to push it yes. <laughs> a, little, a little harder. So before yes. you can even, I think, begin the journey, mm-hmm. you have to know what it, what the end result is gonna look like for you. Right. And that's that's just the engineering mind. You don't know no anybody who builds anything. They don't just start building. Right. You know, there's there's a now when you get out of churchy, but there's a scripture. Yeah, says, go ahead. You know, how can you build a house when you don't know what materials that's needed? It's mm-hmm. like. That's you know, true. and that that's where the wisdom comes. Okay, I need to be here. Mm-hmm. How and what what I'm doing is that going to help me get to where I'm trying to go? And yeah. I think 
that comes into self-discovery. And for me, that was through therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. honestly, because I was able to peel back to see, okay, what's, what, what am I really working with? Right. Am I working with an idea of myself? Am mm-hmm. I working with an idea that my parents gave me, that society gave me? But what, like, what do I really know me? Yeah. Or am I creating? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let me get a little CBT. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what am I really working with? Like, Uh who am I and what, like, because my life is going to look different from from yours, you know? Right. Just because we have the same passions doesn't mean that we're going to end up in the same place. Right. You could end up in somebody else's place, Mm -hmm. you know? It's almost like switching lives with somebody else. They're living a life. That you should be living in, vice versa. Mm-hmm. If we don't, if we're not careful with knowing like ourselves. Oh yeah, and that's knowing ourselves, really right? knowing or even recognize. I think because we're still gonna know ourselves, but yeah. recognizing like this is me, this is not me, this is what I like, this is not what I don't like. Mm-hmm. Recognizing yourself, like how when I look in the mirror and say I've had a breakout and whatnot, and I'm just having that real moment with myself yes. where I'm just <laughs> looking at like this is you without concealer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that looks like. Right, and I know what that looks like. And because I know what that looks like, it's just like, okay, so how can I construct or work on to kind of... Where am I trying Mm -hmm. to go today with this space? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or like just skincare or whatever like that. What kind of... What do I need to change about what I'm doing in order to change this kind Mm -hmm. of situation? I meant to get rid of this pimple Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. And so like just thinking about that in life, just holding up that mirror and being able to see yourself and whatnot and... Like, cause I think that that's important to mm-hmm. hold the whole idea of bowing out mm-hmm. gracefully. Mm-hmm. I've talked about like this breakup on this dang podcast so many times that I'm not even going to get into it. Y'all, y'all don't have to worry about it. We're not talking about it no more, but <laughs> it is, <laughs> but it is very much. So mm-hmm. one of like the most key examples that I have of being able to go, like going through something and then getting in front of a mirror and like a figurative mirror, mm-hmm. a literal mirror sometimes, mm-hmm. but looking at yourself and knowing like, okay, this is what I know about myself. Now I know that I have, have only so much you know like patience or endurance for this kind of behavior I know my worth I know this that and the third Mm -hmm. and so in knowing self and knowing myself and getting to know myself more than I had known previously Mm -hmm. in the past few years it was like knowing when to bow out knowing that you prayed about it and you mm-hmm. asked God to give you an answer and you said and like I like just to talk about my prayer I said God help me either figure it out to make it work cuz I want to make it work or give me an out and within days a text message came through or whatever like that and I was like this is the most you, I, I don't hear you like like you're not talking down the microphone yeah. or the speaker or whatever like that but but it's clear whoa right? <laughs> that, is, that is very like it was spooky for a mm-hmm. second and so it was like yeah no knowing self and getting to know self and I think that when you know yourself you know what to ask God for a little bit better yeah because he can trust you that when yeah. he gives it to you you're going to do mm-hmm. what he intended for you to do with it yes i think that's important girl this time we didn't we didn't fast forward it's a sunday and i hope y'all feel real blessed i hope you're feeling super blessed but while we go ahead and take a, a break do you have any final words on just transformation and what you want the people to to kind of take away from this entire conversation um take i, I want people to take away um the fact that it's to embrace the highs and the lows of transformation mm-hmm. and never feel like you've made it. Yeah. Because the one, 
the once you feel like you've made it, you're never going to push yourself to become better at whatever it is that you do or whatever, mm-hmm. whoever it is you're trying to become. Yeah. No, I just thought of a, like a, a thing that uh, I've started to kind of think about as far as my life is concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a book with no ending. Mm-hmm. Like my chapters, they're still being, being written. Like even chapter one, two, three, four, and five, like they're just, it never is a clean cut ending there. There's still areas in which I can grow and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So no, I think that that's beautiful. Just mm-hmm. embrace your highs and your lows. Yes. Yeah, no, I think that this is this is this was good. Yes, this was this was better than I, I anticipated. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be good, but I know it's gonna be so. Yeah, good. I feel full. Oh yeah, yes. now you can pour out. Yeah. Oh, I have the overflow, mm-hmm. girl. I'm ready. I'm That's ready. But <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, y'all, and be right back. Okay, so we are back, and now it's time for the Meanwhile on Social Media segment where we talk about the shenanigans that people have been getting into um, on the day-to-day, and I'll be honest, I'm still not back on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook like I'm supposed to be in order to actually have something for these segments, but yesterday, I did spend a few minutes on Twitter. And I discovered that the great chicken sandwich wars had begun. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. And I, I saw it on Instagram. It was like I was like, "What in the world?" And so it's just it started with Popeyes, Popeyes mm-hmm. chicken sandwich, which didn't just come out. It's actually been out for a few months now. Okay, I've heard people talking about it. Like I've my heard mom people tried talking it. about it too. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it, but if it's just like Popeyes chicken, it's gonna be like a little crispy, like. A little dry? See, I don't imagine it's a little dry. Like, I've heard two different ends. It's like, "Mm, it's all right. Or, oh my goodness, if you haven't tried this yet, you're slipping. Like, I almost feel like after we leave here, I need to go try Popeye. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so it was like Popeye's, you know, stunting on their chicken sandwich. And then Chick fil A jumped in, and, you know, they were like, Like, on on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter. (laughs) I don't know whose child is running these The social media accounts. I love it. Girl, it's so funny because they really be going back and forth like you or I. I would like on it's like a drum line it man. Is, it is so funny <laughs> it is so because like chick-fil who, who's oh yeah so who won here's the thing i don't i don't know that anybody is anybody won. what it's great marketing because now we, we want to go try popeyes that's that's it we it could learn brilliant. the marketing it was and i mean not just for popeyes too uh-huh. but like people are like well let me go compare it to the who else jumped in there wendy's was in there zaxby's was in there Bojangles had a word. <laughs> All the chicken sandwiches. All the chicken sandwiches. And it's just like, it was so funny because people were really out here, like, really going back and forth about whose Who's sandwich better? was better. I mean, personally, My I, sandwich is better. I make a good fried oh, chicken do you? sandwich. Yeah. Oh. One, one day I wanted Chick-fil-A, and it was Sunday. Uh-huh. So I got in there, and I must say, I need to jump in in a competition because mine, mine is pretty good. I mean, at this point, it is a free-for-all. <laughs> it is. Slide in there with your tweet and say, forget all the rest of y'all. Have you tried my chicken sandwich? <laughs> like, I mean, and honestly, it's just like, how many ways can you make? I mean, there's a chicken a plain, sandwich, a right? chicken sandwich, like a fried they all, chicken they sandwich. They all taste the same after but a while. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's like you have, if you have a good bun. 
mm-hmm. that's important because the sweet bun i like the sweet mm-hmm. i'll call it the bougie I'll, I'll send my husband to the store I'm like make sure you get the buns from the bakery not the aisle oh <laughs> special buns the, the fancy, <laughs> i call it the fancy buns i say get the buns. fancy buns and you know go to the ba- go to the bakery <laughs> not the aisle <laughs> oh yes because i think that's that's like on the popeye sandwich it's like they have it's like brioche bun oh with yeah pickle it's, it's like something they they just basically laid it out of what's in it and it looked real nice the visual it does look good it just i was like oh okay i'm, a, I'm gonna try it i'm gonna it. try it and then like it was so funny though because i think once chick-fil-a tweeted them um they tweeted back um you good like like oh. <laughs> who that's an awesome <laughs> job like that's oh. like, but you think about the day and age just how much social yes. media can do for your business by interacting with mm-hmm. your quote-unquote competitors oh it's yeah recall. it's i'm like you know because you know popeyes isn't closed on sunday right papa look there's look, a market for everything and for everybody i think somebody tweet i saw somebody tweet that they went to a popeyes and before they can even ask the person at the window said we don't have any chicken sandwiches uh- like so they're selling out they're selling out i mean brilliant marketing mm-hmm. like if social media has made it so easy to kind of get on if you just it's like lightning striking like if you just get the right time at the right place the right person sees it it's game on at mm-hmm. that point and so popeyes it was already popping i mean like popeyes been popping yeah everybody loves it's popeyes. a classic it's a classic like you can't go wrong with it they they it's so funny when people talk about their biscuits though because their biscuits are dry like swallow in a jean jacket yeah <laughs> Yes. But I love with studs I on. Gotta it. have <laughs> like not the a whole eighties jean jacket. <laughs> gotta have a pepper though. Mm. That's that's gonna to change it up a little bit. I gotta have a pepper on it. I got I, I cannot eat fried chicken. Period without a pepper. Really? What? I gotta I gotta have a pepper. You gotta. I don't know if that's a New Orleans thing or is it a black thing, a southern thing. I don't, I don't know. know. I I just be eating my chicken. I don't. I gotta I don't have. Know. A, I gotta have a jalapeno pepper. That might. Any, I, that is a John Heatron. <laughs> probably, probably. I gotta have a pepper from Popeyes. It, it just... Oh, so you could be eating anybody's chicken as you got swim well, by. Well, if I'm at, don't bring me Popeyes without a pepper. If, okay. I, if you go, I don't care. I mean, I don't really eat churches, but if I, at my house, I have mm. a can of peppers if I fry chicken. Oh. See, churches, I haven't had churches in a really long time, but churches, it, 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 it disturbs me. It, it's so big. They... Took the, words, took the words right out of my mouth. That's a super chicken. But like, it's what? good. It's just, I don't trust it. And inexpensive, it. but, I mean, I ain't eating it like that. But I've had eaten it before. If there's Willingly. a chicken as, lo- as large as my backpack, and you can see my backpack. It's, it's not a small backpack. It is a hearty backpack. And I don't think that yeah. any, anybody's chicken thigh should be that big. Yeah, they are, they are pretty big. It the is, wings are big. All of it. It's just like. The biscuits, though. Oh, no, oh, no honey biscuits. Yeah. So like, all right, I'll give them that. I will give them. Like, do, they, do they have a sandwich? They probably, they probably do. They probably do. I didn't see them jump in the competition. Okay. I, didn't see, I might have to go back on Twitter okay. and check in to see if Churches has checked into the fight. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it's like everybody has a chicken sandwich. And so it's really just a matter of what your preference is in chicken. Like, I mean, some people really love the Burger King chicken sandwich. I'm not one of those people. The like the little sub looking. Yes, that's a that's an old school sandwich. Huh? And when I was younger, oh, those used to hit the spot. Really, I never had one. They it's 
it's it's it's like a chicken pad, like like it's like a, a chicken pad, like in school. Yeah, remember like nah, those I do like those. It's a chicken pad, <laughs> the like one. a chicken breast or whatever. It is like they they beat the good guy it out is a of that chest, <laughs> but it tastes good. Like really? it was just like okay, but see now I'm just like if I can't, if your the, taste buds a little bit more sophisticated. Yes, I have grown <laughs> transformation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, taste buds have transformed. Everything has has to come full circle. <laughs> Everything about me is transforming. My hair is growing. My skin is glowing. I don't eat Burger King chicken sandwiches anymore. So, but you do know they got like ten nuggets. I think like a dollar forty nine or something. I don't trust that, and they're good. I don't trust it. But no chicken should be just a dollar. That amount of chicken. That's true. That's too many nuggets. That's for a dollar, <laughs> I, I, I'll eat fast food, but I grew up like on home cooked food. Mm-hmm. But I would rather eat at home. Like, yeah, I'm that person. Like, I make the tacos. I make my own salsa. Like, I'll make my own chicken tenders. I make my mm-hmm. own chicken sandwiches. I just like doing that. My kids are gonna not. They good. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be like, we don't want this. We want McDonald's. I'm like, this this is better than McDonald's. Why would why as would adults? Yeah, adults they're like, oh, you know, I make my own like sauce on the side. Yeah. No, they would just only, the only reason they would want McDonald's is they'd see other people other eating people McDonald's. eating it. I'm like, but once kid, they try it, yeah, they'll be like, wow, my mom cooks nuggets at home. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, <laughs> man. When we talking about transformation and food, <laughs> if I tried a McDonald's nugget right now, I think I might just lay down and die. Like I just that's might true. as well just go yeah. on and you know tuck me into the coffin. Okay. You haven't you haven't eaten it in a while. It's been you? that long. It's really? been a really, I think it's how long is it? It has to have been about four or five years. Now. Oh wow, that's a it's long time. It's been a really long time. Like, cause it just, at one point, I like, I hadn't eaten them in a, in a while when, uh, cause we all, we went to the same college, y'all. We are doing yes. alums. And so at one point, like, I think after my freshman year, mm-hmm. I wasn't into them as much mm-hmm. and then I kind of stopped. And then a couple of years later, I just had a craving for them. Okay, so you can get cravings for McDonald's chicken. I, okay. It's I don't not crave just them anymore. I know. I, it was a time period of my yes. life where I just wanted mcdonald's nugget it was just like it'd be like 10 o'clock at night and i was over like just out and about and stuff and i'm just like i really just want some chicken nuggets and specifically from mcdonald's but now if i try it game over i hear a lot of people say that i think and it really is it's like it, it, it almost has become like how you like i think it wasn't acquired taste yeah as a kid, yeah. As a kid, yeah, but <laughs> I'm convinced now at this point that I'm going to try to steer my kids away from fast food, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be like a drill sergeant about it. Like, if you want to try it, I'll let try. you try it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to eat it every day. I'll right. let you try it, but we're going to try not to do you it. You don't want this hot food at home? That's right. what I'm telling my kids. <laughs> like, you don't want no red beans this is real something? chicken. Real right. chicken nuggets. Like you peel that chicken apart, peel that chicken nugget apart, and look at that, and then peel this chicken apart, and tell me just visually which one looks more. Chick fil A. Well, in Chick fil A, they, they got their nuggets look pretty. They legit. they they look mm-hmm. legit. They look they like legit. chopped chicken breasts. That's what, and that's why that's, I was like, that's real nuggets, right? It's a it's an actual chicken. You yeah. don't know what is given to you at Burger King or McDonald's. Maybe because it's grounded. I, I was in a grocery store and I saw grounded chicken. I didn't even know they had grounded chicken. Maybe that's what it is. Why Maybe that's why I want grounded chicken? I to want make sh- the nuggets. Right? I don't want chicken off. I want my chicken Mush. off punishment. Yeah. Like, true. I don't want... This process. My, I don't yeah. want the grounded chicken. No, I... It's... The Great Chicken Wars, I hope that they never end because I feel like there's probably... Somebody's going to say, you know what? Marketing. We're going to offer a discounted price... For this chicken 
special or something. And I don't I'm know. Try, I'm trying all the tricks. I'm just trying, like, to get all the people to try. <laughs> somebody, and I'm sure somebody on YouTube has already done it. Somebody's probably purchased a chicken sandwich from all of the places that uh-huh. are within range. And they've, they're trying all of them right now as we speak. I'm pretty sure. It's probably got 100... And 73,000 views right now on YouTube, right now. <laughs> we could have been on it and gotten ads. We could have gotten I'm going to go home and cook. I'm <laughs> I'll go home and cook. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, that's, I mean, other than the Great Chicken Wars, I don't know. I don't know why I keep calling them the Great Chicken Wars. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. What else is happening on the social media? I see people are, um, I saw that there. That I haven't read into the whole Jay-Z mm-hmm. and the NFL thing. And so I have to do my due diligence and read into it. You know, to understand fully what this partnership is that he has with it. Ooh, but, child. I, girl, my, like, when I, I have saw, a lot to say about it. That, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. It's above my pay grade. Ah. So, <laughs> it's, I think it's a lot that goes into those type of deals mm-hmm. that me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not common, but you know, right, I'm right. not in the, at the table making those type of deals. Right. I don't, yeah, it's above. Let's say, put it like that. It's above my pay grade. When I have the opportunities to make mm-hmm. deals like that, then I'll give my opinion rather he, if he's right or wrong. Okay. That's how I think about life. Period. <laughs> I mean, yes, shoot, like you're right. We weren't sitting at the table, yeah. so all of the details we can only get what they are giving yes. out to us. But like on its face, it just didn't. If it, it made me feel uncomfortable, and that's yeah. why I wanted to mm-hmm. go and read about it because I'm like, yeah. to this day, I am still boycotting the NFL. I will be the only person in my household with my back really? turned to yeah, the TV. Really? Your whole household? Yes. <laughs> yes. On Sundays at my grandmother's house, guess where everybody is and guess where I am? Not in the same not room. The, not in the same room at all. <laughs> and I'm still, you know, because I still got beef with them. Because I just, yeah. it's still, like, it, 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 it was never resolved. Yes, Cap got a significant check and whatnot. But that still doesn't take away from the fact of what they did was mm-hmm. just reprehensible and racist and wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, like, seeing, like, and then Jay-Z was so, you know, vocal about that situation. And then, you know, you see Jay-Z and NFL and deal or partnership in the same sentence. And you just go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> like wait so i'm going to before i make any final judgments before i'm trying to go anywhere above my pay grade mm-hmm. my pay grade is low grad students <laughs> are, are broke <laughs> but um i'm i'm going to go ahead and and read about it because yeah. i feel like there's probably some layers here and i've already seen yeah. different I, yeah I, I from what i haven't even died i have to digest it my yeah. own mind first before i can speak about it like i want to get all my facts straight yeah but i can see on both sides I, I can, from a business yeah. standpoint, because, you know, money talks. Yeah. It comes down to it. Yeah. And what his objective is. Because isn't, isn't he, like, doing something he's where He's producing he, the halftime shows. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what yeah, I saw. He's so. producing the halftime shows. And and I mm-hmm. think from, from little clips that I did see, mm-hmm. his stance is, you know, why the protest was going on was because of injustice. Not right. necessarily because they didn't offer him a job, cap a job, mm. so or his position back. Right. So I can see it from that standpoint. Again, it's above my pay grade. I'm mm. not making those type of deals. Right, right. So I, can, and, I, I always like to say this. Never, I, I can never tell people what to do with opportunities that I don't have. Mm. So I'm just mm. like... Don't yeah. ask me. I ain't at the table. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then I guess, and you know, yeah. there's some def- definitely some truth to that. Mm-hmm. And I guess for the people who are on the opposing side, like, mm-hmm. are just, just like, anti all of this, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, their perspective, yes, too, because exactly. it's just like, 
Wait, what now? Wait, what? Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you either... Because he was so vocal about it. Yes. Like, I think that's where... It, it just feels yeah. almost like, gosh, money talks, but doesn't have to talk that much. That like, much, come yeah. on, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, pick a side. Yeah. And so I think... And that's really... It's... when If you want to get, like, real deep into it, just thinking about just with... with different levels of socioeconomic status and class mm-hmm. and access and, and resource privilege, and yeah. privilege mm-hmm. and whatnot and how because of your privilege that changes your whole outlook on this particular situation and so he's you know he's got money on top of money on mm-hmm. top of money that i can only pray to see a one sixteenth of, yeah. of that mm-hmm. and so like because of where i am as a person who does not have access to that kind of privilege and whatnot my i'm not thinking of it through that lens mm-hmm. and whatnot whereas he you know with the exactly. money thing it's just like money maybe more money or more opportunity like you know it's just it's yeah, a whole it's, different it's a different i think it's layers yeah it's layers yeah when so, i think about it like just as a, right. like as a person who has a business yeah just thinking about it okay if I do this, how is it going to work for me? Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. I love... Do you watch Queen Sugar? My mama watches it, and sometimes I be watching it because she's watching it. It's, but, a, it's a beginning... It's a binge show. You can't yeah. just jump in. You got to Yeah, I caught a couple of, I know that one little girl who... Uh, I know that one of them ran off with that little boy, and now she just finally escaped them or whatever like that. The one who was, like, bopping her around. Oh, I, I, I know that much. I caught that. But other than that... But when I'm, you think about it, it's like in the position that we have as black people, mm-hmm. like in business, we can only war against the opposing side by being on the opposite side. Sometimes we have to infiltrate mm. to... But y'all yeah. go watch Queen Sugar. And oh. Charlie is my girl. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. like from Louisiana, so okay, or from see. the south. But this from a business standpoint, yeah. I think about business in general. Is sometimes you have to mm-hmm. infiltrate to get access. You can only gain access from sometimes having access. Yeah, getting in. Yeah, yeah. No, see, look. All about, of how you look look at it, all and what you're down to do. All about perspective. <laughs> yeah, all about because like I I know that for me sometimes it's just like like with for mm-hmm. mental health. In order to see the changes that I want to see regarding how Black people get access to get the qual like get the quality care that they need and all that kind of like education around mental health, mm-hmm. I have to infiltrate this particular system. So this is good but then when i think about other forms of infiltration like some um black folks who want to be police officers i'm a little bit more hesitant about that because that particular system does has yet in all of its existence has yet to really significantly significantly i'm not talking about mm-hmm. oh they've got a couple of policies here and there where they not they gonna treat you a little bit better but it's not you know like this dynamic change where you see the whole police system like you feel like you can trust it so that whole idea of like infiltrating that i'm just like it's different yeah nah. so it is so situational yeah and so we, i guess we're gonna have to see what kind of what 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 are you doing with the halftime like are you going to be holding up like black lives matter signs at the halftime show <laughs> I know, I and know. like having the i'm people... curious to see what, what's gonna come out we'll, we'll I see I mean, yeah we gotta finish our research yeah no, due diligence, due football diligence. season is here so yeah, i'm sure is. whatever he has cooking up or whatever we about to it's, it's coming down it. the pipeline mm-hmm. really soon so we'll see timing is perfect mm. <laughs> wow. it's timing is perfect timing is perfect <laughs> but uh is there anything else going on not i don't i mean I said this on the last episode that Facebook used to be like so ridiculous and now it is very common. I you know what I I I barely like look at yeah Facebook cuz mm-hmm. it's just 
so many opinions and so many. I get overwhelmed sometimes. I'm like. I built up a reputation that's basically being like the person that you will find in the comments section, like arguing back and forth with people. I'm trying to break away from that <laughs> perception now. That's so I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, um, we got a podcast. We got to look. I'm going to do it here. <laughs> share your opinions. <laughs> I'm going to share my opinions here. And guess who's not going to tag me, me or yeah. reply to me? <laughs> here so yeah yeah, no, I, yeah I have been on Facebook I mean I'm, I'm on Facebook a little bit but mm-hmm. I mean like every like maybe once a month yeah. or I'll go just to like like things mm-hmm. but I'm not engaging at that much on Facebook I took a, like the break that I took away like the way I did it was that I didn't delete my apps what I did was put them in a little box that says do not touch and I turned off the notifications okay yeah and it's been life changing yeah <laughs> it's like dang I didn't realize how much time I spent on there like, wow the sun is out today what, what? there's things happening around me <laughs> there are people talking to like you know what? like what in the world <laughs> so it is really it's been great but um, I feel like I'm back in a space where I feel like it's Okay, because I had to break away mm. not only because I was spending too much time on it, but it felt like a gateway to something that would um, kind of stilt my growth yeah. and transformation and whatnot. So many different opinions. Yeah, like at just you, and... you spending so much time arguing back and forth with yeah, people not going to change their opinion. People have people who don't have business having access to you have access to you. It's just like I feel like shut it off. Just shut it off. It's too much. And so it's just like, yo, man sunlight like people get your vitamin d go walk outside (laughs) you're reminded of what life was like before facebook became a thing like i don't even think i was on myspace that much when myspace was was popping oh i was girl if anything you know what i would give up the little raindrops coming down you know like the little had the music playing in the background and whatever (laughs) i would give up Every last one of these social media sites to just have MySpace circa 2005 back. Yeah, it just, was hot. Just do it. Just do that. It was everything. Just do that. It was you, that. You could, was... you could instant message. Oh you my god. Music. It was fun. Yeah. It was genuine. It wasn't like Facebook or Instagram or social. Twitter. People were actually social. Yeah. There whatever. were groups. Group. On there. It was girl. I was a part of some kind of group or whatever like that. We were like. Something I don't know. It was the hot girl group or something. Like, like remember the slam books? Like yeah. In middle school, it was oh, like online slam books. Girl, it was it was <laughs> it was a terrible place in a lot of ways, but it was still I feel like just more entertaining. I don't know. Facebook it and, yeah. them, and it was they new. can't touch it. It was new. I think we're getting tired. It was new. Mm-hmm, I think that's so. why LinkedIn is making a, a comeback. Have you noticed that LinkedIn is making a comeback? What the what are the people doing on LinkedIn? Well, you can post on you can post like articles. It's like a really good social. It's more sophisticated because you know what? it's a lot of professionals, but it's it's really cool. It's what Facebook was supposed to was be. Supposed to be yeah. For the long, it, it was what Facebook was before yeah. they started letting everybody on. Yeah, that's Remember, true. at one point you had to be a college student to get yeah. Facebook. So now you're like a professional on LinkedIn. Wow, it's it's pretty cool. Good networking. Of course, that's Girl, what it's supposed to be. You know, but I people mean, actually are using it. LinkedIn is it's kind of sexy. What? It's sexy. It's sexy. Uh, Let me go networking. and look and see. Girl, my husband might be on LinkedIn. <laughs> you never look. You never, never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know because he most certainly isn't on any of these other social media sites. I tried a dating app and I was like, I think I lasted on the one of them for like one. The first time I tried it, I lasted maybe like three hours. The really? second time is ridiculous. Two, three days. Yeah, no, it was... This last time was the longest. I think it was my maybe three or four months. And I'm just like, this is terrible. 
I'm not going to knock it because some people I know have had fantastic experiences on dating apps. Yeah. But I think they are they are the exception and not the rule. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, so I was Reply like... Reply to that DM, girl. You never know. Girl, no, <laughs> there's nothing in my DMs that I want nor need. So I'm going... So I'm a, <laughs> DMs are closed right now. Oh, if you, you're not even on there. Girl, no, indeed. If you want me, you see me. Come holler at me in person. We're doing this old school now. So, yes, I think we're going to wrap up there. I'm so yes. glad that you, for all Thank you for show. having me. Thank you. It, I had a good time. I'm so, it, it was really fun. This is going to yeah. be a great episode. And I want, like I said, I want to give some time for you to shout out all of your businesses. Where can the people find you? You can find me um, on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at jbaileybeauty. I'm pretty active on there. So, if you send me an email, you can find me on there for beauty work i also um do life coaching as well transformational coaching so if you're trying to you know you just graduated from college or maybe you just got divorced or maybe you just had a baby Mm -hmm. going through any type of life transformation i would love to help you with that journey okay so yeah can they find you through jay Jay bailey beauty jay bailey beauty there as well for the life coaching yep for the life coaching yep so you'll see something like belief in beauty so that's my ministry that's matched with you know the metaphor of, of mm-hmm. be- life and beauty. That's cool. So yeah. she can coach you through life and also beat your face. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're growing and you're glowing. Yes. yes. Yeah, I like that, girl. I like that. I'm going to have to use that. That's fine. That's fine. You can have that one for free, sis. That is yours. Take it. All right, y'all. We have been Josen for some time. And guess who's about to go try and find a chicken sandwich? Me. So um, <laughs> we're going to holler at y'all next time. We Josen. Later.